Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to episode number 54 of the Heal Your Hole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we have a look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good seeing too. Last week we did Botanical Hole with Neave O'Connell in Kildare. She has a company called Esmeralda Botanicals and she's the first Irish organic sanitizer, hand sanitizer, plus a load of different perfumes. So give that a listen and have a look at her company on Instagram or online, Esmeralda Botanicals. And this week we are doing Dirty Dirty Old Hole. This was inspired by the song Dirty Old Town. Dirty Old Town from the Dubliners made that quite famous. And um, I was inside in Dublin this morning and I got inspired because I was walking around the streets and I got chatting to some of the people on the streets who were living or working in Dublin. And we chatted about how Dublin has survived the last year with, you know, just being a ghost town. And yeah, we discussed everything from health, homeless, I don't know, it was just, there was one guy cleaning the streets and he had one of those machines, you know, with the spinning brushes. And he said, you know, after the weekends, people are now coming in because we're still in lockdown to have parties on the streets. And he said it's just piled high like bonfires of cans on a Monday morning. But sure, what else can people do? And then I decided that I'm going to give Phelan Drew a call in a minute. That is Ronnie Drew from the Dubliners. His son, Phelan, is an actor and a singer. And I worked with him on The Cripple of Inish Man and the Gaiety, Martin McDonough play uh, two years ago. And he's also in everything from Angela's Ashes to Commitments to My Left Foot to... He's in Fair City at the moment, actually. And so I'm going to give him a call because he's a true dub and ask him how he feels about that. But first of all, I am going to... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. His wife is hilarious. Her name is Sue Collins. She's from the Dirt Birds. <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen their sketches, Dirt Birds, check online. So she might pick up the phone as well. But uh, <laughs> anyway, first of all, I'm going to give you a few sound bites from the streets of Dublin from people who are loving the piece and some people who are extremely stressed about it all. So here we go. So I'm here driving through Dublin City and... As far as I can remember, I haven't driven through here for over a year. Maybe I've forgotten, but I have forgotten which way the one-way system goes. Um, I just nearly missed a pedestrian crossing. That I think it's a new one, or maybe I've just forgotten about it. And I would have been in Dublin City, I mean, minimum once a week, and sometimes, like every day when I was performing in the gaiety or um, doing a lot of work on Baggot Street or wherever, you know. 
and this week I'm doing it around dirty old hole in Dublin to see how because I haven't been in for 12 months I'm going to say dirty old men dirty old men <laughs> well if, if, you, if you see that's fine I'll do that next week you can be in next week's one um, but, <laughs> Uh, so we'll do dirty, dirty. What was it? I've lost my train of thought now. So basically, I have that's dirty Michael. Oh great, dirty old Mickey. So basically, I I haven't been in for twelve months, and I'm just wondering what's it been like here for the last year. Hey, been a bit, been a bit dead, but it's not very dirty around, is? Yeah. So do you live in the centre as well as working here? Suburbs. Yeah. Like Suburbs is dead as well. Yeah, it's it's fairly it's fairly like really horrific, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible. And are you in here every day working? Yeah, every day, Monday to Friday. So that's good because you're not losing your mind then. No, kept busy. And the the lads here to torture you. Well, yeah, keep me company, Mars out and torture me. And Monday mornings is it dirty? Yeah, yeah, know? it's a bit rough, alright. Yeah, a bit dirty. Yeah. After the weekends. Yeah, after all the right. weekends, you know. Yeah, Thanks, yeah. lads. Right. This week, I'm just asking people in the city what it's been like for the last year because I haven't been in myself. Do you live or work here? I work here. I actually both. I live up on the north side and I work at Stevens Green. So it's been really terrible. And and your job was your job is you've been working hard. Your job has yeah. kept going. Yeah, I was very lucky. I was very very lucky. I've been not one day have we been out. So we've been working every single day. So I'm one of the lucky ones. But um, the streets themselves, the shops, there's nothing been happening. Oh, it's been it's been horrible. And, and have you seen people like? Are there people homeless on the street, struggling on the street? When you turn that corner there, when you go that way and turn yeah. left, wait till you see the amount of tents. Oh, stop! If you walk down around by Leinster House, yeah, have a look at the amount of tents. If you walk around Hume Street, the amount of tents. There's tents everywhere. If are you the hotels to, not empty? Can we not help? Well, you could, but it's obviously not happening. Okay. But the other side of it is, I spoke to a few people about it, and they said the people that are on the streets want to be on the streets. They don't want to go anywhere because, okay. you know, okay. poor unfortunates, you know. And is habits. it more obvious because there's no people around and not a lot of cars around that you can it's see the people? Very obvious. Extremely obvious. If you come out early in the morning, come just walk the streets at 7 o'clock in the morning before everybody's up, and every doorway is full. So they have it to themselves? They so. have it to themselves. And is it dangerous? can be a few okay. people have been mugged and stuff like that okay. but um, I'm not saying they all are because most homeless people are there they're not that's okay. so like, like everybody else yeah you know they're not bad in good but um, you're probably going to get in more trouble from a, a bunch of youngsters having yeah. a few drinks who are yeah. looking for a bit of trouble just to keep their just, spirits just alive keep their spirits up God, you can't even knock them for no, leaving a few cans somewhere. I just... You can't. At this stage, I don't know what to do. Like, you can't. What can you say to them? Oh, if I didn't get in a nightclub when I was a teenager or have a few West Coast coolers, I don't know what I would yeah, have done. Exactly. So you I know, don't know. Like, we're lucky. Like, yeah. my daughter said to me last week that I just want a vaccine. Yeah. And she didn't want it. But now she wants it just because I'd like to have some of the life that you had, Dad. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. That's fantastic. Like, that's... No, part of me believes anyone... Like, I'm in my 40s, and I think mm. even... I'd be willing to give it all up to give the youngsters a chance yeah. and that's like I'm 40 I actually mean it and I, honest God I mean that from the bottom of my heart I would do anything now just to see because that's the best time that's, of your life yeah the best time of your life yeah yeah no come here gorgeous yeah. talking to you yeah, no thank worries. you so much no problem thank you okay well. Hi there. Um, I was just wondering what city life here in Dublin has been like for the last 12 or 13 months. I personally used to be in every week and now I haven't been in for so long. Do you live here or do you work here? Yes, I live here in the city centre. Uh, at the moment, I'm not working. I think the city, well, sadly, has changed because there are not so many, 
so many people around at night and making making noise so it's good for for my wife and I because we sleep at night. Great, no, no problem. And is it is it ever does it ever feel does it feel safer or more dangerous with so few people around? It kind of feels safer because there are the, the police is going is still going around, okay. not as much as they used to, but you, you can see police going around anyway at night. Okay, so you're having a, you're I mean obviously COVID is terrible. But there are there are upsides to the to the tranquility in the city. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you if you want to say it's, it was a good time. Yeah. Overall. Okay. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I know about the death of many people, but uh, uh, that's the way it is, really. And your own? Did you lose work, or were you looking for work before? But I lost my job because of um, stress. Okay. Stress problems. Okay. So I had to leave the job, okay. basically. And so tw- it was not COVID-related? No. But you're building yourself back up? Yeah, yeah. I, in a way I'm stable and I'm looking for another job now. Great, great, yeah. So I hear you. I, I, I wake up every morning looking for a new job in my line of work. You, you recreate yourself every morning. Yes, yes, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad that you and your wife have enjoyed the tranquility of the year, the, the quieter times. Yes, thank you very much. Okay, lovely talking to you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Have you been in a lot? Yeah, we've been in every most days during the week, yeah. It's, uh, it's a very different place, that's for sure. Wow. A like, lot quieter than it used to be. And would you be day or night in here? No, during the, always during the day. Okay, and it's, so it's bliss, is it? Yeah, well, it's nice. It's easier to get around, that's for sure. But you miss the hustle and bustle of it all. You miss the buzz that you'd usually get out of it. Yeah, and no problem parking. No, or you parking is a problem. Parking is now a big problem. Again? Yes, a big problem because of... Uh, they're blocking off roads for customers to sit out in the road. The likes of Dane Court, some in Jury Street, and you've got some in South William Street as well, which is causing a major problem, especially for commercial vehicles the likes of breweries and so on and so forth that would normally have parked there and it's causing a major problem for us. Okay, um, so you're trying to do deliveries to places and you well, just cannot we, get we there? Do, we do work in bars and hotels yep. and it's very difficult to get parking anywhere close to them. As you can see, it's mostly commercial vehicles all parked around so if you add in you know, offices opening back up again, there'll be absolutely nowhere to park, that's for sure. Because in Cork, they've done the same, apparently. My, my relatives were saying they've turned it, the whole thing pedestrian. Yes. And it's going to affect business absolutely. as well. Because I'm sorry, but I'm going to go to the Burbs where yeah. I can park for free. I'm not going to yeah. be meandering up and down the streets absolutely. in the rain. If you park in one of the one of the spots on the, or any, any of the streets here and you're there for the day, it's like 30 euro for a day, you know? Yeah, forget and, it. And if you're in a commercial vehicle, you need to be able to get in and out of it to get tools or whatever. The, the multi-storey car parks aren't any good because you're just in and out quite a lot, you know, okay. so it's just not, not feasible, really. And have you met any people working in hotels and bars that need therapy? Like, are there people hitting walls and breaking down? Um, they're, yeah. they're getting there. They're getting they're, there. They're, they're, they've got there. They've a got lot of them have got there already. And can you see people that you'd be very fond of might lose their business? Yes, absolutely. Oh yes. Yeah. And yeah, people that have been, what it's going to be like. People yeah. that have been in the trade a long time. Yeah, absolutely. So the core of some core of Dublin City could be like yes, gone, lost. massively affected. Yeah. Okay, let's. Thanks for your opinion. So no sound. Problem. You seem very sane anyway. What are you studying? Oh, we're just School. leaving cert. Yeah. Leaving cert. Yeah. Oh God, I'll let you go. You've only got a few weeks. Yep. Yeah. You don't. Seven. You should be crying and nervous. Uh, wow. <laughs> okay, I'm only joking. I still have nightmares about the leaving cert, and I'm a lot older than you. Best of luck. I've just arrived into the most divine donut shop in Dublin um, and I'm just going to talk to a man here and ask him what it's been like 
over the past year? Because I haven't been in in a year. Have you been open for most of the year? Yes, we never close actually. Uh, we close like just for the begin in the begin, the very begin of the pandemic, like for a month, month and a half. And after that, we we kept open like for in the first months, like we were just selling like at the door. And then uh, after a couple months, like we opened again, as you know, and then we close again in the beginning of this year. And then we are working like you see. And, and how have the crowds changed? You're very near Grafton Street. So is it has it gone up and down or has it been steady? Uh, you know, like I, I don't see a lot because I'm in the shop. So I don't know what is happening in Grafton Street. Like what I, what, what I can tell you, that's the it's not the same as usual. Like I used to uh, I can say to you that's the the um, customers like that are, uh, have been here like it's more like pretty much like half of the normal okay so it's all it's like survival doggy paddle keeping your head above water not drowning yeah okay well congratulations and you seem in great spirit so thank you for your opinion thank you my mom lives in inner city but yeah it's like in less love. traffic and less congestion on the streets would you say Kim? Yeah. yeah yeah i would say yeah it's not as not as much traffic and a lot more uh, but even with the kids yeah even with the kids back in school it doesn't seem to be as as uh, as busy which is strange yeah maybe people are walking because they're they can walk now we've all remembered yeah. how to walk yeah that's probably about it <laughs> or, into, or with the covid stone to lose as well maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody getting the steps in now <laughs> yeah jesus i know and do you think it'll open up soon are you looking are you not looking forward to dublin kind of going manic again or do you think it'll never go back to what it was oh i think i want it back to where it was do you yeah yeah. Just for your own peace of mind, like, yeah. yeah. Let us be able to go out and wander around and do what yeah. we need to do. And did you see any of the, the drinking going on at the weekends? Like, people are coming in for the crack, aren't they? I'm not really a mad drinker, to be honest with you. So. Did, you did you even see any of the dirt around the yeah, city I from did. people just coming in to hang out? Yeah, yeah. See, people are trying to get out and, oh, yeah. out and about. Christ, if I was a teenager, I don't know what I'd be doing. I know, I know. Oh, God. It's not my nice, stuff. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, Thanks for your opinion. Thank, Thank you. you. Hi there. So I'm doing a podcast called uh, Heal Your Hole. And uh, I'm just wondering, have you been in around the streets of Dublin in the last year? Yeah, a few times, uh, three or four times. That's uh, it? Yeah, I've been, um, I've been basically avoiding being around people. And have you seen, oh, so you're loving a bit of, your lo- yeah. that's the upside of COVID? Yeah, very and much so. Have you seen any changes in the streets of Dublin the few times you did come in? It reminds me of when I was a kid. It's Dublin, it's like Dublin in the 80s when we were labouring under the heroin problem. Right. It's just a lot of junkies, a lot of boarded up buildings, infrequent bus service, shit government. It's Dublin in the 80s. Oh, Jesus, right, OK. Well, I was in a farm in Cork at the time, so... Uh... That's like Dublin in the 1780s. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And uh, can you see it coming back to life? It's a bit friendlier today, actually, but I, I don't know, maybe... There might have been five of the JCB shoveling up the homeless already, I don't know. Oh, God. And apparently the streets were filthy on Sunday. There was I, a parties going on on the streets. I have an alibi. I was nowhere near You were town. nowhere near it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were in bed. I was, yeah. Um, and have you any opinion on the streets of Dublin over the last year or inner city Dublin? I don't come in that much, but they're much quieter. Yeah, they are much quieter. And No throngs. No, no thronging. Thr- yeah. You don't throng anymore. There's no throngs. Yeah. Throngless. You don't bring me throngs no more. There's no more throngs. <laughs> I was thinking more throng, 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 throng. <laughs> Hello. 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 Is that Phelan, Phelan Drew? 
Oh, you've... I saw your name coming up on my phone because you're in my contacts. <laughs> right, I'm surprised you haven't deleted me. Um, <laughs> any, any, don't say fucker bugger, right? Because you're, you're. I'm recording this. Any chance you take a few questions for my podcast this week? Absolutely, no problem. Really? Okay, well, um, the name of it this week is Dirty Old Hole. Dirty Old Hole. Now, I'm not oh. re- referencing your any of your orifices. It's kind of in relation... That's lovely. Yeah. It's in relation to, to uh, Dublin and I was talking to people in round Dublin today and you popped into my head, I suppose, because of the song, Dirty Old Town and your father. Um, and the fact that you're, you are a bit of Dirty Old Dublin really as well, aren't you? Um, well, I'm, I'm kind of, I've, I've, uh, I'm addicted to Dublin, I suppose, is the way you could describe it. And like any addiction, it's kind of, uh, I have a love-hate relationship with it. <laughs> right. And did you ever sing Dirty Old Town as part of your trad singing? Yeah, I've attempted to once or twice, but it's one of those songs, it's a bit like the Fields of Athenry, <laughs> you know what I mean? Any of those kind of, um, legendary, you know, uh, sort of the, the one of those songs that is so well known and you know, there's only a few verses and everybody kind of just jumps in and, you know, I think Luke did the definitive version and that's that's all that can be said about that. Right. Um, I, I, I remember one time doing, um, I've started to play a little bit more over the last few years and I started to dip my toe into playing more sort of ballads and stuff and it's been really satisfying but I have made some you know, I, I, I'd be the first to put my hand up and say that uh, I've murdered a few songs myself. Ah, uh, you haven't. Ah, um, uh, you haven't. And I remember at one point I, I tried to do a kind of a, an old, a, an alternative version of Dirty Old Town, and it was a disaster. So I mean, oh, could not, I get could I get my hands on that? Would I find that? Would would it be anywhere? Broken, don't fix it. Is what I'm trying to say. You know? <laughs> it's not broken. Don't fix it. I saw you in Once the Musical. You did a lot of singing and dancing in that, didn't you? Yeah, that was the turning point for me in terms of deciding to kind of uh, pursue music a little bit more uh, because I learned so much, really, you know. Um, the first musical director we had was a guy called Fred Lassen from the States. Uh, he's based in New York. Yeah. And he's, you know, just an incredible musician. And, okay. and by that, I don't mean massively kind of uh, cerebral yeah. it was just it was all about sort of creating a space where people could play with each other yeah well i i because i remember and, and listen to each other because that's a, you know that's the most important part of playing in a band is, right. is allowing each other space well, I remember going to see once because I was I used to be in love with that song Falling Slowly that won the, you know, best Oscar song. But I have to say, like, and I'm not blowing your trumpet now, but you stole the fucking show because it was like watching just people in a pub because of what you did on stage in that show. It was just it was just the, the natural performing and whatever. So it is in your it is in well, your veins. We had a kind of a, a Maria session before the show, which, which yeah. you know, we had a repertoire of songs. And, you know, and there's songs like, um, you know, Star of the County Down and, you know, things like that. That I, I just started to go, oh, my God, the effect that these songs have on people is extraordinary. And yeah. I was enjoying playing them and playing them in company. And that's the important thing, playing them in 
uh, with, with an ensemble and uh, and just you know the energy you get from other people and their enjoyment you yeah. know both watching and playing and I, I was mentioning there before you before I rang you that we did a play together in the Gaiety the uh, Cripple of Finnish Man Martin McDonough's two years ago and I suppose I was a bit starstruck going into it but you again stole the show in that are you gagging to get back on stage again or I didn't steal any show no oh you fucking did my kids saw you on Fair City the other day and they were going oh there's Johnny Patching Mike Johnny Patching Mike <laughs> well you know yourself like you know it's it's, it's all down to the writing and yeah. uh, and, and you know Andrew Flynn creating the the environment where we can all get together and play that's where the uh, the enjoyment is isn't it you know he's filming a film later in the year um Ooh. Martin, uh, no, Martin has a film oh, he's yeah. doing later in the year with Colin Farrell and Brendan Leeson and sure didn't I send him an email going, write me a part, Martin, or I'll turn up with my own sandwiches and costume and shawl or whatever. <laughs> I didn't hear back, Phelan. I didn't hear back. No, did you not? No. Oh my goodness, I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a yeah. firm believer though, if you don't ask, you don't get, you know. Oh sure, at this day and age. Stick your neck out, don't you? Completely. You did my left foot and the commitments and all of them as well, didn't you? What's uh, one of the yeah, most, the I best crack you did? Very early on, you know what I mean? Achieving Mac, I was uh, only learning to blow my nose. I, I was kind of <laughs> only just left school, and um, and I was uh, it, it, I, I got a I got a bit of work on my left foot, and you know I think that was the first and only time that I could ever have been accused of neck because um, my dad was, um, well, he had been managed by Noel Pearson back in, at some point in the 80s, and Noel produced my left foot. And I think he got wind of the fact that, you know, that I was wanting to be an actor and blah, blah, you know. And yeah. uh, I got a job on my left foot for six weeks as a special extra in sort of like inverted commas. It, it was kind of like a one of these roles that you're kind of needed all the time but Brilliant. you don't really have a huge amount to do so as a kind of an observational kind of job it was amazing because I got to be there and see how the whole process worked and I couldn't have been on about a film because you know uh, Jim Sheridan gave everybody total freedom to express themselves from Brilliant. the art department to the sound department to the lighting department and he looked after the actors and, and telling the story which he did so brilliantly you know and to be fair and, like and you, you're you're only ever going to get work through your talent because you would be the worst person at kissing ass or networking or bullshitting you just I've seen you walk out of a room when you smelt a bit of baloney like useless yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's, it doesn't get you very far if you try to kind of pull strings or say, you know, do you know who I think I am? Um, <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Uh, no, it doesn't work. You know, and neither should it really, you know. Yeah. Um, I think in my experience, the best results come from just kind of hard work and working with people just being a team player and being part of an ensemble and And, and come here to me, I actually think sometimes it could stand against you. The fact that like, oh here's Donkey now, he's Ronnie Drew's fella. He thinks now he can fucking mosey his way in here now and and I'd say it can you know, you sometimes it could nearly stand against you, could it? 
I don't know. That's for other people to say. Yeah, you know true. I, mean? I don't know. Well, you're not a wanker, so they'd never smell that off you. Come, come here. There was I, there was one job you Thank did, you and I, it cracks yeah. me up. Ever I couldn't actually watch it because of the name of it. It's a show called Clean Break, and ever like for me, a clean break is a poo where you don't have to wipe your hole after it, right? Clean break. Clean break. I, yeah, you don't even remember it. That's how memorable it was. So it's a TV show. No, that was that, that was that we did we did down in Wexford. But that, um, no. Well, I wasn't I in it, but but you can't even remember it. That's good. But uh, you were in it all right. I remember you doing it, but right. uh, I just can't. I, the title always gets me. Imagine naming Clean something. Break. Was that, was that the, the, the one um, that I did? Was, uh, was that Billy Rogers? Uh, yes. That doesn't ring a bell now. No, that's... Billy Rogers uh, thing. Oh, that, that, that's no, no, you're right. It's something something like that. It's definitely down Wexford direction. Yeah, no, that was Billy Rogers' uh, project. And I really enjoyed that. That was great. Uh, I played, actually, I thought I had a job for life there. I was um, playing like a slightly overweight middle middle-aged uh, detective uh, wearing a sort of a worn barber jacket that kind of he prefers going fishing than actually working and I thought they're going to build a, a whole series around this character because you know I fit so comfortably into that role <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And have you been in around Dublin City much? First lockdown, I went into town after the first week or so, and it was uh, maybe even two weeks or three weeks. I hadn't like for me not to go in around Grafton Street or George's Street. You know, I'd be in there at least you know once every two or three days, and so not to go in for two weeks was a big deal. And I went in one day, and it was quite sad, really, you know, to see the streets so empty and and the main you know the main sort of uh, people who who kind of were suffering as a result of the lack of footfall and the lack of change in people's pockets because of you know the authorities yeah. pushing for everyone to have contract tactless payment for the people on the street you know so it was it's been quite sad but uh, over the last few weeks um the last week or 10 days, I've noticed a real kind of people are, are just getting out more and a bit more activity and, and you know, an effort to try and, you know, to get out and enjoy, you know, yeah. uh, social. 
socialising. I think there's a lot of gathering in town, you know, people who can't get to a nightclub or a pub or a restaurant, they're all meeting on the streets, the pedestrian streets in Dublin. Now, they're leaving a mess after them, but I don't. I actually don't care because, do you know what, we have the rest of the week to clean it up or whoever's cleaning it up. People have to meet somewhere, like, they have to do something. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's, 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 it's a shame, as you say, that people can't, like, can't just track them out bring home what they bring with them if they are going to yeah I know, you know, I know. Kind of meet up like you know but feel him you probably didn't when you were a teenager I don't I like I didn't I certainly uh, wasn't Jesus normally you've got such a wrong picture of me I'm terrified <laughs> of breaking the law I'm, no I'm terrified of getting caught that's my problem are you <laughs> you know yeah Jesus I mean sure I went through the talk about Catholic guilt and going to like you know lay uh, what do you call it boarding schools where they second will take take a strap to you if you if oh, you wow. transgress the rules you know what I mean I think it's the I think it's so, the culture farmer in me I'm like fucking I'm, like we used to tear vehicles around vehicles around the fields and like fearless Jesus you're fearless absolutely I'm the opposite I mean like if the bus fearless. is going too fast I get nervous you know and there's something there's something about the countryside. You also weren't afraid to get in trouble because I shouldn't say this, but there was always a guard up the road that'd get you out of trouble. The guards in the countryside yeah, got you yeah, out of trouble yeah. instead of putting you into trouble. Was, yeah, anyway, I shouldn't be saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, what I mean, I have to say, I've gotten into trouble over the years, but I've always found that like if you abject uh, apology gets you a long way with uh, yeah. with the guards. Yeah. Uh, it's like I know I, I cannot believe I did that I can't believe I was so stupid to have done that and but I can't believe how fortunate I am that I am talking to somebody yeah. as eminent as you are oh my god and, you're a total punce I mean, oh my god it's just it just works a treat okay so I mean? they're looking for a bit of a kind bit of kindness and 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 less abuse that's and then they're well no i i just think everybody in society responds to a bit of respect you know yeah, what i mean yeah i'd rather sort of like my kids be honest and yeah. put their hands up and say look i did what i did what i said what i said yeah. and you know deal with it than be saying you know oh well it, it, it wasn't my fault it was him he said it yeah. i didn't say i didn't mean to do it and how how are your millions of children? How are your four children doing at the moment? They're all good. They're Great. all good. You know, it's you know, it's like everybody else. You know what I mean? It's it's all grand when you're going through it, and then you realise, oh no, hang on, he's not in great form, and she's not doing great. You know, but yeah. you kind of it's hard when you're in the middle of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the transition now back to school has been a bit of a you know kind of you, you really see how how much they've missed. Yeah. Yeah. But then you know, there's been a lot of positivity, yeah. positives. And I, I was telling the, I was telling the listeners as well about your, your funny, funny wife and her dirt birds tour. Come here, I'll have to get her on another podcast, yeah. <laughs> the dirt bag. Oh, sure. um, but uh, how, how's she coping? Yeah. How's she coping without the stage? Um, well, you know, she's she's been working nonstop, and, and I really have so much admiration for her and Sinead because they've kept the sketches going out, yeah. uh, even though. You know, I mean, I think that the, the hard thing is that they built up such a following before the lockdown yeah. and they were really starting to come into their own uh, before the coronavirus hit. Yeah. Uh, so I suppose it's trying to keep motivated to, to keep working just to keep the audience on board. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, myself and Sue were up in Bushy Park there, up in um, Rathgar, uh, and uh, we met this woman and she said, 
you're from Dirtbird. You're the Dirtbird. And Sue uh, goes, yeah. And she says, oh, God, you, I cannot tell you. She said, this is better than meeting Bruce Springsteen. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> but sure, I'm on so many mammies groups and the amount of times they forward a Dirtbird sketch and I never go, oh, I, 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 I don't bother saying, oh, look, she's a friend of mine. Oh, my God, she's amazing. The- oh, but sure, look, I've been sent, I've been sent um, Sue's sketches by, by people. And I, I don't want to burst the bubble and say, uh, I'm actually married to her. <laughs> That's a tonic. Oh, my God. That's fucking brilliant. OK, right. I'm going to let you go because I've taken up too much of your time. But thank you for giving no, me no. Um, your view on dirty old hole, dirty old town. And I will definitely get the old dirt bird on at some point to crack me up as well. So, I'm sure she'd be delighted. And hopefully we can tread the board soon again. And you're you're oh, in you're in Fair City all the time at the moment, is it? Yeah, just the last uh, seven weeks. I finished on Friday there, so it was like just that storyline. Okay. But honestly, uh, nice. now they, they, I haven't been relegated to the worthy now list. You know what I mean? Okay, you haven't been shot. Um, okay. Because uh, I'd definitely be up for it again. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait, the next time you're in there, tell them, tell them to give me a shout. I'll. Uh, I will. I'll uh, just keep coughing and going. No, I'm ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm ashamed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Thank you, Phelan. Thank you so, so much for taking the call. Jesus, that man is coolness personified. I don't know if you remember his dad with the big grey beard from the Dubliners, Ronnie. And uh, yeah, he definitely inherited that that kind of relaxed, laid back. Yeah. And yes, we're going to get uh, might get the Dirtbirds on some week to have a chat with us. So that'd be exciting. So if you enjoyed the episode, tell your friends. If you didn't enjoy the episode, you can shut your hole. No idea what we'll cover next week. But in the meantime, yeah, if you're in Ireland, just keep surviving this miserable lockdown. And if you're in another country, I suppose we're not jealous. But uh, yeah, talk to you again. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 